Alright, so from Ross underscore originals, we've got Spider Senate. Spider Senate? Ooh, I like, like went, no, I like the way you said that, Matt. You completely yeah. changed it from what we originally <laughs> thought it was going to be. No, it's yeah, not Spider Senate, it's Spy Da Senate. <laughs> this is just this is a spy thriller. Yeah, it's a spy thriller, except that um, it also happens to be that the main character is played by a spider. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah. completely unrelated to the title of the film. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. They're a fantastic politician. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, or they're they're a fantastic spy, and also happen to be a spider mm. in a web of lies. That's the one. Oh, that's the, so. That's what, what do you reckon happens line. in it? Well, oh what, well, um, I, well. I mean, do we need to say any more? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh... we'll, we'll let you, the audience, figure this one out. <laughs> right. So um, uh, let's say, <clears throat> who's gangly? Who could pass as a spider? Who played uh, Fishman from uh, Shape of Water? Oh, I know you Doug mean. Jones? Is that his name? Is that his name? Or is Doug Jones the guy who directed Source Code and Moon? Is that... Uh, that's Duncan Jones. Duncan Jones. Who's Doug Jones then? Am I just making this man up? <laughs> Doug Jones. <laughs> Hang on. Uh... <laughs> uh... Doug Jones. Oh no, I got it right. It is Doug Jones. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Doug Look Jones. Fishman Extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the man who played the Fishman from uh, and Pan and Pan Pan's Pan's Labyrinth Labyrinth. and uh, he's he's the he's the man from Star Trek Discovery as well and uh, Hellboy Two, the Golden Army. Quite he's in that. The other Fishman. Mm, he's the other Fishman. Yeah, the other yeah. Fishman in that other Guillermo del Toro movie. <laughs> when, when Guillermo del Toro wrote Shape of Water, they, like, did he go? Did he pitch it to the studio? And they were like, "Who are you going to get to play this fish man?" He's like, "I know a man who I've likes got to play in mind the fish, <laughs> fish and goat man usually." <laughs> um, but yeah, Doug Jones, uh, he's he's wandering right. around the White House. Uh, what? Just on his own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I think uh, right. Doug Jones lives under the White House. Oh, uh, yeah. But like, uh, so he lives under the White House as a spider, right? Yeah. He's just sort of like creepy crawling up the, up the water spout and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and then he hears of a terrible plan to uh, from within the Senate to um, assassinate the president. Mm. <gasps> like. Right, and so I'm, I'm like th- he's thinking, trying to find out who's going to do it. I'm thinking at the start of the movie, right? Doug Jones is a regular sized spider, like a, a White House spider. So yeah, yeah, the, which is slightly spider. larger than normal spiders. Yeah, yeah, and because the White House is wasting so much money, it, it eats the money that they're wasting. Oh my they're just, goodness! They're just throwing away <laughs> money. Wasting money. It's good commentary, Tom. Good yeah, commentary. yeah. It's it's a metaphor for the waste of money that they're throwing into <laughs> stupid endeavours like non-healthcare and stuff like that. So they're... So Doug Jones is eating this money and 
if you feed spiders money, not many people know this, but if you feed spiders money, they turn yeah. into people but with eight limbs. Why do you think they're called money spiders? Because they're constantly on the hunt for that nickel and dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just chomp, chomp, chomp. Turns out that, like, whatever the fudge money is made of uh, is... Uh, Bits of George Washington, apparently. Bits of George Washington is (laughs) a perfect catalyst for a a spider's growth. Yeah. And so, like, there's a montage of him just eating the money, becoming Doug Jones, but with eight limbs. And there is a whole sort of, like, oh, I've got to hide my spider-likeness. As I wander <laughs> around the White House, <laughs> pretending is, to he... be a, a senator. <laughs> and as he's sort of like wandering around, he discovers that the Senate have this plan to assassinate the president, right? Mm. To try and gain control. Mm. But he, being made from bits of George Washington, <laughs> also got a great sense of proprietary uh, propriety and presidential sort of uh, uh, attitude and therefore cannot let this pass, <laughs> even though he's now a senator. When did he become a <laughs> he senator? <laughs> I mean, he's pretending to be a senator. Right, yeah. But, you know, he's doing the job of a senator because, you know, who, who's el- who else is going to do it? I mean, yeah. Certainly not the senator from that actual place. He he won. He, he basically he grew up in the White House, as in grew up over the over a course of two weeks eating all the wasted money that the White House wastes. Spend all on the bombs. Time. Yeah. Spending on drones and automation of the workforce and stuff. That's what they spend it all on, in it. Yeah. Wasting yeah. the money. Wasting bombs and missiles. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, if you're listening, I know you're on on that bus ride with John McMillan. (laughs) You're sat next to him, aren't you, Donald Trump? Smiling away. (laughs) Dirty boy, dirty boy Trump. I bet you've just trumped, haven't you, Donald Trump? On the bus. Everyone, Everyone on the bus is looking around at you. Like, I'm oh, looking to find, try and figure out who's done it, and who's you're done like, it. Oh, "I didn't do it. It was John McMillan." But when oh. I do do the when I do do the farts, <laughs> do do uh, when I do do the farts, uh, they are the best farts. Uh, you will know uh, when I do my farts because they will be the best smelling farts. They smell like raspberries. Very nice. Very nice. Sad. Um, <laughs> dirty boy. Yeah, so that's a, what you're thinking about anyway, yeah, Donald Trump. Listening to this podcast on the bus, sat next to John McMillan. So anyway, um, where was I? I don't know, Tom. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he discovered some. He said some, yeah, he can't let the president be killed. That was about it, where we were. Yeah, um, so we've been on this for the past ten minutes. He's, oh, he's, yes. grown, he's grown up in the he's grown up in the White House. He's uh, loves the president, um, who is who is played by uh, uh, Cat Stevens, and um, uh, he's <laughs> we don't. Cat Stevens never says anything. Doug Jones um, and Cat Stevens have a romantic uh, love. Well, like this is a thing. People call Doug Jones out for not being a senator. Just like, why would you let him in the in the White House? And Cat Stevens just shrugs and then makes <laughs> loving eyes at Doug Jones. <laughs> like <laughs> they're having a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a mixture of the bodyguard and eight legged freaks. 
this movie. <laughs> so how does he so, say um, the game then? Come on, let's let's get to that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, like, there, there's he hears. Okay, so he the the president breaks up with him because he says uh, he's like I don't even know how Cat Stevens speaks. He's like, uh, I'm afraid, um, uh, Doug Jones, that you're going to have to get out of the White House um, because it's looking bad, and everyone is. Um, th- I might lose my presidency if I keep having this romantic relationship with you, uh, and um, uh, so. He's heartbroken, Doug Jones, right? He, so he goes over to the Senate side. He's like, he's like, I will support the senators in whatever they're doing. They don't like the president. I don't like the president anymore because he dumped me. So then he finds out about this this plot to kill the president. And then on the day that they're all about to try and kill the president, he webs up the entire White House with his web powers. Oh, yes. And, and so and so when they so it's like uh, Home Alone when all this, all these senators <laughs> played by all played by Joe Pesci and the um, other one. And the other one. <laughs> um uh, and also um and Macaulay Culkin. Uh they all run in to the to the White House and get tangled up in the web. And then um, Doug Jones and, eats them all. Yeah, and, and he's the most down. powerful politician adds, ever. <laughs> yeah, adds their politics power to his own. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, falls in love with Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens forgives. Yeah. Uh, well, if he gives Cat Stevens for chucking him out of his life, and then uh, and 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 you know because Cat Stevens now <laughs> has had all his critics die. Yeah, <laughs> there's no one standing in their way anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, they can take over. Yeah. Forget it. It's Spider Town now. Spider or Spider Senate? Sp- oh, <laughs> that's how the film ends with uh, Cat Stevens saying that, and uh, <laughs> Baker Street plays over the credits. <laughs> there we go. That's Spider right. Senate. There you are. It's certainly something. <laughs> A political thriller. <laughs> I was thrilled. <laughs> I'm not sure about politics, but I was thrilled. <laughs> what's your What's your favourite political thriller, Tom? Uh, my pe- favourite political thriller. I'm not sure if it is a political thriller, more of a disaster movie. Is uh, Air Force One? Okay. The uh, uh, The right. Harrison well, Ford that, movie. If that counts, then I am fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it counts in in my head anyway as a political thriller. It's It's got politics. It's got thriller in it. It's a political thriller. <laughs> My favourite political thriller is... Uh, what's it called? Widows. Widows? The new... Uh... It's, got, it's got an election in yeah. it. <laughs> That's about as far as I'm willing to go on that one. Um, but, like, you know, it's I would say it's equal parts heist political thriller. All right. I think is a good... Mix. It's a great. It's also a fantastic film. Just try not to let Liam Neeson like bother you on that one, because <laughs> it is a very good film. Oh, Liam Neeson's Ign- always bothering happenings. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try to try to avoid thinking about that part mm. while you watch this very good film full of wonderful actresses that is based around how awful. Uh, how awful Liam Neeson's character. <laughs> well, what, I'll tell what, you what my favourite political thriller is. Yeah, 
It's uh, this one right here, number ten, Clowning Street. Uh, <laughs> well, it will be, yeah. It, yeah, it will be yeah. once we've be one for the ages. once we've pitched it to the big uh, the big heads of of Universal and Twentieth Century Fox. <laughs> They're gonna love it. Yeah. They're gonna be like, "This is the best political thriller ever." Yeah. I'm thrilled politically. <laughs> And then they'll make they'll, it. They'll make okay. they'll make whatever number ten down in Clowning Street. Sorry, uh, it's out to be. I've just noticed. I've written down clowning. The C and the L kind of merged together, so it looks like I've just written down number ten Downing Street, <laughs> <laughs> which would just be a very boring uh, film. About <laughs> yes, it would. It'd just be a house. Yeah. Or was it your just your clever play on the fact that Downing Street is a Clowning Street? Oh, politicians are rubbish, aren't they? They're all clowns. <laughs> They've yeah. all got red noses and big feet. <laughs> That's what we're trying to say here. <laughs> With this film, we'll be trying to say that all politicians are clowns, not in that they're inept and that they cause uh, they they they're not very good at their jobs and they're constantly capering and doing things wrong. Mm. No. Because we think they all have big red noses and huge feet. Oh, I had uh, I had previous member of the Labour Party, John Prescott, round to mine the other day for a for a party for a nice little little party. You did it. Yeah, we do. I did. I did. Um, you did. It. I did. Gets yeah. Around. Yeah. He he gets he gets around mainly to my house on a on a Tuesday afternoon, and you know what? I said, you know what, John, you've got an awfully red nose. And massive feet. And what did he say to that, Tom? And he said, no, I haven't. And, and, I, and I said, look in the mirror, John. And he went, bloody hell, I have. And then I said, <laughs> I, I have actually. I, ha- I have actually. You're wrong. You're I, right. I was wrong. I was wrong all along. I have got those things you've just described. Yeah, and, uh, and then I said, I know, Jonathan. Thanks for coming round. I'll see you later. <laughs> That was it. Um, it was there for well, the thing seconds. is, you don't want to. Yep. You don't want to let him stay too long because otherwise, he'll he'll uh, you know start suggesting that we play Goldeneye for the N sixty four. He always wants and to play his odd job. Always wants to play his fucking odd job. Always, he? always taking his time as odd job. And you know what, odd job, right? You can't you can't have the gun at the right level for headshots. Odd jobs are always the hardest one to kill because odd jobs quite small. He's always the yeah. odd one out. Uh, yeah, he runs around. <laughs> he, he he runs around. Little odd job with his hat. And John Prescott, John Prescott as odd job in uh, in my new film. John Prescott as odd job. <laughs> That's why he came round to my house. I was going to pitch him an idea. <laughs> for a film where he plays Tom, odd job. Tom, you're getting confused. Yeah. He came round to your house yeah, yeah. because he thought he was going to do some odd jobs. No, no, I said, all right, I, t- I texted him. He's like, oh, you need your gutters clearing. I texted him, right, I said, John. I haven't got much to do anymore. Yeah, I, I, well, this is, I, I pitched him the idea for odd job after he'd cleaned my gutters out. Basically, what I said, what I did was, right, John, Odd job, come round tomorrow at half past two, and and when he came round, he came round with all his tools, didn't he? 
Yeah, he loves an odd job, does John Prescott. He bloody loves an odd, doing an odd job, but I think he got confused because I did want to pitch him that film, The Origins of Odd Job. <laughs> it's just how you get to be good at throwing a hat. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd lined up a load of stone busts in my living room, <laughs> gave, him, gave him a bowler hat and said, go to town. Oh, <laughs> and he did, right? He went to town to get your bloody bowler hat fixed. Yeah. Another odd job that he wanted to carry out. He said, "You're not, you're, all right. you're not getting John Prescott's line of line of, of inquiry here, are you?" That's his line. Well, of no. Like here. what he did was right. He started throwing the hats. Didn't take off the heads of these busts, right? He, th- he right, then he then said, to "Tom, Tom, I've got I've got an amendment to make. Right? Can I do it with eggs instead?" Interesting, <laughs> because I've been egged before, and it's it's just humiliating. Did he just ask? <laughs> so like did he just ask you? Yeah, did he just ask you to throw an egg at him so he get really angry and then just punch the heads? Well, that, that's that's how it escalated. Yeah, um, really. I, that's that's where my black eyes come from. And basically, what I wonder where that was. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, where where it ended up going was me standing behind the stone busts as I threw eggs at right. him. And and through his blinded rage with yokes in his eyes, he couldn't necessarily see where you were. So took a swing at the the closest face shaped object. Yeah, I know he was just blinded with rage. Was John Prescott, and then oh, and eggs, yeah, and eggs. And then we played the N sixty four for around thirty one minutes, just and to I keep said, him calm. yeah. Yeah, and then I said... And you made him, you made him play as General Loromov, didn't you? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because he's not having odd job. Well, yeah, no. No one's having odd job, not when I'm around. Because you know what? I play as odd job. Yeah, you play as odd job. and But, but right, I remember I make you play in DK mode, so your head's big enough for me to shoot. Oh, yeah, no, you always get me on that, Matt, don't you? Yeah, You're... I'm like, yeah, yeah, Tom, you can play odd job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can play your tiny little man, but in DK mode, so your head's giant. I know, I know. You're... Prick, you cheating oh. bastard! And then, and then we the have a fight, dog. don't we? And then, and then I egg you, and then you go up in a blind <laughs> yeah. rage. And uh, I go and tell John Prescott. Usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what, mate? You and John, John Prescott look awfully a lot alike. I mean, that's, 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 that's not a comparison I would have ever made. But I mean, I haven't seen I mean, him in a while. He might have changed. Yes, Scott. Right. Well, right. no. The thing. The thing is, Tom's got too many eggs to the eyes. He just thinks everyone looks like John Prescott. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? Matt has has got an awfully big red nose and massive feet. <laughs> Are you trying so to I'd, say I'd that they ten... all look the same, Tom? What, Matt's tre- and John Prescotts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, You're oh, treading Tom, a dangerous didn't I, didn't I tell you that here? I was? Mm. Didn't I tell you that I was running for for Sheffield City Council? Yeah, you did That's actually. Why I've yeah, got to yeah. wear this giant red nose and, and feet because um, I've got to look like a clown if I want to be a politician. Yeah. If I want to get into number ten clowning street. Mm. So, do you want to hear some honourable mentions for uh, for do. this week's show? I feel like we should. Yes, that <laughs> flight of fucking fancy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just a little off topic, but yeah, sure. It's, <laughs> it's, it's nice to fill out the uh, the extras. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. 
and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.